This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Keep Joe Biden out of the kitchen, folks. He's the kind of guy that would throw water on a grease fire and then act shocked when the whole place burned down. Uh, what's up? This is Marquez Saves the Republic. Thank you so much for joining me today, folks. It's true. It's true. Joe Biden. I, again, I don't know if it's I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's political pandering or stupidity or if they're just maybe it's one of those things where they're just trying to see how quickly they can burn the world to the ground. But Joe Biden has done something else yesterday, which is not only misplaced and stupid, but also stupid and misplaced. And we'll get to that in just a minute. First, uh, please like and share and set the notifications for this podcast, because we want to make sure that every time we deliver it to you, it actually gets delivered to you. And the easiest way to do that is to tell Spotify or Apple iTunes or wherever you're listening. Hey, I want this podcast every single day. I need this podcast every single day, just like just like we needed Colonel Jessup on that wall in Guantanamo Bay. Um, also, I have I'm very excited about the reaction to the untold story of Christmas. We haven't even shared it on the air yet. We haven't even gotten to Thanksgiving and we're already running. Uh, we've already run through our first printing. People are scooping this book up. They're getting ready for Christmas. They know that it's a fantastic story. Uh, either they've heard it on the radio or they've heard me talk about it. But this is a, it's a fantastic twist on the on the uh, on the birth of Christ. It's a, it's a fantastic twist on the greatest story ever told, uh, the baby in Bethlehem, but also a parallel story of another man who sought the glory of God for himself. Uh, but of course, we all know Jesus uh, became glorious because he sought only God's glory. And if you if you love Christmas, if you love Christmas stories, if you're always looking for something great to share with your family, to keep your kids entertained, and if you want a beautiful book that's not only, like I said, fun to read and really inspirational and will really uh, put you in the spirit of joy and and peace and and goodwill towards men, uh, but it will also look fantastic on your coffee table, then this is the book you want. The Untold Story of Christmas. You can get one, you can get multiple copies, you can even, even get a limited edition autographed copy by the author, aka this guy right here. And I'm pointing both my thumbs to my chest so you know it's me. Go to theuntoldstoryofchristmas.com. Okay, <laughs> let's get back to Joe. Let's actually, you know, before we get back to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, let's recap what's been going on for the cast. It was it October 7th. The world was aghast by this terrorist attack in Israel. October 7th, uh, Israelis were being murdered by, by uh, Hamas soldiers who broke through the barricades multiple places, started shooting the border patrol guards, started shooting the Israelis, breaking through the fence. They had bulldozers and whatnot. Other um, other Hamas terrorists who'd been practicing uh, somehow un, uh, unaware to the Israelis or to the Americans or to any other any other intelligence agencies out there. They were practicing how to paraglide with weapons, you know, armed, you know, military grade weapons over the border into Israel, land at music festivals, whatever, and then start just shooting and killing uh, Jews, because that's, you know, what they wanted to do. And they did it. And then they kidnapped a bunch of Jews. They kidnapped a bunch of Americans. They killed a bunch of Americans. They killed Germans. They killed. They didn't care. They weren't they weren't looking for passports, folks. They weren't like, hey, you know what? Before we execute you, let's make sure you're an Israeli national. We want to make sure you're Jewish. Are you wearing a cross? Oh, OK, you can go. That's not how they did it. They were ter terrorists. Don't do that. 
They hate Jews. They hate Israelis. They hate Americans. They hate Western Europeans. They hate free market capitalists. They hate everybody who's an infidel. And if you're listening to this podcast, guess what? You are an infidel. That's how Palestine's been uh, forever. That's how Hamas, that's in their charter. And so after that happened, Israel said, oh, forget you. And they said, we're going to go and we're just going to basically destroy Hamas. We're going to we're going to exterminate Hamas. There will be no more Hamas because we're not going to take any more of this bullying and and murder. And and we're not going to have our, our children decapitated and burned at the stake because, you know, we're not we're not about that. We're about freedom. We're about protecting our citizens and we're about eliminating evil from the world. And, you know, in the old days, evil was pretty clear cut. You know, I know that I know that that book Fifty Shades of Grey kind of blurred the line for people everywhere. But there's evil's pretty clear cut. If a group enters your country and starts hacking away at and murdering and massacring and raping and destroying and brutalizing men and women and children just because of who they are, not because they attacked you, not because they've done anything to you, just because of where they were born or what flag they live under or what religion they believe in or what book they read when they worship at whatever place they worship at. Uh, if they do that, they're the evil ones. Okay. There should be no mistake. That is evil, inherently evil. And the fact that we can't all come to an agreement on that is a little scary, but we can't all come to an agreement on that. We can't agree that those people are evil. And as a result, what's happened is here in the United States and abroad in Western Europe and in Eastern Europe and really all over the, in the Middle East, it's always been there, but it's really, it's really kind of, uh, you know, uh, being stoked by the environment. When Israel went into Gaza and said, look, we are going to attack you because you attacked us first. A lot of folks in the world uh, went crazy and said, free Palestine. Wipe Israel off the map. Death to the Jews. They started walking around with uh, Palestinian flags. They started uh, chanting. They started taking over universities, not like weird little universities that are, you know, for, um, I guess you would say in Palestine or in the Middle East. No, we're talking about Ivy League institutions of higher learning that have been around for hundreds of years. Harvard University, older than the country that it's in. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Harvard University, older than the United States of America, students were taking to the quad, taking to the square, taking over the steps with pro-Palestinian flags, supporting Hamas, saying the terrorists in Hamas are, are freedom fighters and, and debt to Israel. It was happening at Cornell. It was happening all over. It was happening at universities. Here in Florida, the governor had to issue a proclamation and say, don't even try this stuff here. Israeli students, or Jewish students rather, uh, were being told by but instead of being protected by the administrators, they're being told by the administrators, hey, you know what you should do? Not tell anyone your last name. If your last name is Rabinowitz or Rosen or Cohen, you might not want to share that. Just hunker down and stay, stay under the radar for a while until this blows over, which is not something that the Jewish people like to be told. The last time they were told that was in the 40s in Eastern Europe. It's not something we should be recounting here in the United States of America, but we are. And Joe Biden, while he originally came out in support of Israel and said, we are, we fundamentally support Israel's right to exist. We fundamentally res, um, respect Israel's right to defend itself. And we will support Israel. We will support Israel with money and weapons and whatever else they need because Israel is our one true ally. Well, 
that didn't last very long because Rashida Tlaib, one of the squad members and somebody who has a Palestinian flag outside of her office and loves terrorism, hates America. Uh, she led a, a protest outside of the Cannon Capitol building um, or the Cannon building at the Capitol. And that protest then wandered into the cap Capitol, uh, the Cannon building at the Capitol, took over insurrection like in true insurrection style. They bolted in. They sat down in the vestibule. They got arrested by police. Um, and unfortunately, for some reason, Rashida Tlaib avoided censure yesterday, which is a little weird. But, you know, I digress. We'll get to the House of Representatives here uh, in just a minute. Let's get back to what the White House is doing. So we have a one of the largest anti-Semitic waves this country's seen in decades. Probably. I mean, I would say since I've been alive, since I've been in the country, uh, which is, you know, gosh, going on 40 years now. Uh, yeah, just about. Um, no, 41. And I've been here a long time. Uh, but it's it's the it's the worst bout of anti-Semitism we've seen on a national and international scale. And it's it is right out there in the open. And it's not just fringe groups of weirdos and whack jobs. It's a lot of people that should know better. It's academia. It's professors. It's people on television. It's elected officials. In fact, there was a representative in Congress, pro-Palestinian, who threatened the life of a Jewish senator in the Senate. This is where we've come in the United States of America today. There was a, a student at, I think it was Cornell University, who threatened to walk into the kosher dining hall and just start shooting people to death because, you know, Jews. That's, that's going on in the country today. Not in the 40s, not in the 30s, not 20 years ago. Today, that's happening. And it's all happening under Joe Biden's watch. So while anti-Semitism is on the rise, while Jewish people are under attack, while the pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas movement is making Jewish students and Jewish people in the United States very nervous and fearing for their lives, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, get this, get this. You know what they did? You know what they did? I'm going to tell you. In fact, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to have Kamala Harris tell you. Today, I am proud to announce the Biden-Harris administration will develop our nation's first national strategy to counter Islamophobia. This strategy will be a comprehensive and detailed plan to protect Muslims and those perceived to be Muslim from hate, bigotry, and violence. Okay, check this. The Jewish people in Israel were terrorized and murdered by the thousands. They were taken hostage and dragged back to Gaza by Hamas. The Palestinians are yelling, uh, free Palestine, wipe Israel off the map from the river to the sea, which means we don't want any as more Israel's get from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, let's make Palestine free, um, kill the Jews. And here in the United States of America, there's a lot of vocal minority groups, but they're vocal, uh, parroting those out in the open. There's protest rallies in Times Square and in Washington, D.C. and in Chicago. These people are openly calling for the extermination of an entire group of people, something we fought against in World War II. And now it seems to be just all over the Democrat Party, all over creation, all the Democrat strongholds, all the Democrat operatives in academia and in the media and in the White House and in the uh, White House and the, and the uh, Senate and the, and the uh, Capitol building. They're all calling for the extermination of Israel and the death of Jewish people. And in the midst of all of that, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden decide they've got to fight Islamophobia. Today, I am proud to announce the Biden-Harris administration will develop our nation's first national strategy to counter Islamophobia. I don't know if they understand what's happening in this country. I don't know if they read the news or watch CNN or whatever, 
But Islamophobia is not currently the problem. It's anti-Semitism. And what they're doing by introducing this initiative to fight Islamophobia is throwing another log on the anti-Semitic bonfire. And they're just going to see how high it can go. What is what is wrong with these people? This strategy will be a comprehensive and detailed plan to protect Muslims and those perceived to be Muslim from hate, bigotry and violence. I literally watched on X the other day a video of black Hebrews uh, protesting the uh, pro-Palestinians and getting the you know what kicked out of them by the pro-Palestinians while the police just kind of sat around and let it happen. I watched that on X and I don't think it was CGI. I don't think it was I don't think it was artificial intelligence AI generated. I think it was just somebody with a camera out there posting the stuff on TikTok. I've seen Jewish people get attacked with bottles and knives and sticks and flags. Over and over again, I've seen the rhetoric get inflammatory. You don't see Jewish people out there going death to Palestine. You don't see Jewish people out there going, going, you know, uh, it, 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 we need to wipe every Muslim off of the planet. You know, that's not happening. But there is a lot of hatred toward the Jews just because they're the Jews. And Joe Biden is is pushing an initiative to fight Islamophobia, which, again, doesn't appear to be the problem. Be like Reagan saying, hey, you know what we need? a coalition to support communism in the United States of America while we're currently fighting communism uh, against the Soviet Union. It's a very bizarre and misplaced thing. But for Joe Biden, remember, this is a guy who panders politically to whatever group is the most vocal at the time. And what Joe Biden is starting to see and what he's starting to hear is that these Muslim groups, these pro-Palestinian groups, these Democrat strongholds of voters in places like Michigan, in Dearborn, they're out there and they're saying Joe Biden has blood on his hands. Joe Biden turned his, his back on us. Joe Biden is a is a Jew loving Democrat president and he's he hates us and we supported him. And now we're going to we're not going to support him anymore. We're not voting for Joe Biden anymore. And the last thing that Joe Biden needs is to bleed any more of his uh, minority groups from his voting block because he's already uh, he's already losing Latinos. He's using at losing African-Americans. He's losing those suburban moms. He's losing anybody who's getting a shred of common sense. He's losing Jewish voters because the Jewish voters don't think that he's doing enough to protect them. And he'll lose even more now that they've declared this this first ever national um, coalition to fight Islamophobia. That If you're a Jewish Democrat, you can't feel protected and safe under this president. And I would urge you to not vote for this president anymore. The last president, guess what? You know how many outbreaks of uh, anti-Semitic behavior and, and uh, pro-Palestinian marches we had in this country under Donald Trump? I, I can't tell you for sure, but it was way less than we have now. You know how many terrorist attacks there were on it? You know how many wars broke out under Donald Trump? Zero. There were zero wars. It was the most peaceful time in our history. And now with Joe Biden, it's the exact opposite. And there's not just hatred and vitriol and violence abroad. There's hatred and vitriol and violence here at home. And in the midst of it, Joe Biden is stoking more fear and aggression. He's pandering to this political block because he's afraid that he's going to lose re-election. And if he loses re-election, he loses his political power. And if he loses his political power, he cannot protect himself and his son and his brother and his, his uh, sister-in-law and whoever else, his wife, whoever else in that family is corrupt and has been laundering money from China and Russia and all these other places that hate us for God knows how many decades. Joe Biden is doing whatever he can, pandering to whatever group, stoking whatever fire he needs to stoke so he can stay in power. The opposite is happening. And as a result, he will lose power and hopefully he will lose all that protection. The truth will come out and they'll all go away for a very, 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 very long time. It's really 
really, I mean, I, you couldn't write this stuff. You could, I don't know if there's still a Hollywood writer's strike going on, but I, I, I'd love to be in whatever meeting room it is where they're sitting around going, hey guys, everybody's, uh, everybody's out there with their anti-Semitic rants. We've got all these anti-Semitic protests. Jewish students and Jewish people are afraid to go out and tell people their real names and they're hiding in the libraries and there's threats against kosher dining halls. What do we do to combat that? I want to know who the first person was that raised their hand and said, hey, how about an initiative to fight Islamophobia? And then I want to know who else in the room was like, that's good. That's a good one. That's genius. That's, these are the people. These are the people running our country, uh, which is no wonder why they're running it right into the ground. The untold story of Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, it's the same area of the, of the world that we're uh, studying right now, but at a much uh, more peaceful time, the birth of Christ told in a new and unique way. Get yours today at the untold story of Christmas. They're mailing out immediately. As soon as you order, it'll be in the mail to you um, at the untold story of The untold story of Thank you for listening. Please like, please share. Make sure that you're spreading this around with the, to whomever you like. Make sure that you're telling whatever podcast platform you're listening to, I want more of this because we're going to bring it to you. You need to understand, again, just how idiotic these people are, how destructive their policies are, how it's affecting you, how it will affect you and your family, and how we can all stop it and save the republic.